This is FM 100.5, 101.9, AM 1450, and WGNSRadio.com. Rutherford County's Place to Talk. Stand by, Rutherford County. The WGNS Action Line continues a search for truth. Time right now, 8.17. We're broadcasting from the Willow Window Broadcast Center. Willow Window, making your home beautiful again with replacement windows, doors, and decks. Online at willowwindow.pro. In studio with us this morning, we have Cliff Sharp, founder of Greenhouse Ministries. How are you this morning? Excellent. Scott, great to be here. Now, I'm trying to think. How many years now has Greenhouse been here in town? Well, it's 22 years this year. So we've been here quite a while. And if I remember correctly, this was your retirement when you started Greenhouse, right? You you know, the interesting thing, I started Greenhouse when I was 60. (laughs) (laughs) And that was after what, teaching as a professor? I I taught um, the last 24 years, I taught at Harding University, taught in the science department, and uh, coached both football and track. You never stop teaching, though, do you? I mean, that's just something that... No, you don't. I'm, I'm a teacher by heart, and that's what I love to do. And uh, today you are teaching a lot of folks with, of course, the help of a lot of volunteers, a lot of staff, but you're, you're continuing that teaching. That's right. Uh, you know, Jane and I were talking about, uh, you know, some of the history of, of Greenhouse and, and uh, some of the classes we were teaching, you know, as, as through, the, through the years. And uh, we, we had a lot of laughs. Uh, about you know some of the some of the stories and and things like that that happened, but uh, yeah, this was um, when when uh, Jane and I decided to start Greenhouse. Um, uh, well, let me back up just a little bit. Um, wh- when we moved over here, uh, I started um, with the Crisis Pregnancy Center, and uh, they asked if I would help them with. Uh, some public relations they had they had been started a couple of years i guess but anyway they had hired a new uh, uh director and then they asked if i would help and i was there three weeks and the director quit so um i like to say i was the interim director for the next nine years <laughs> but uh but but you know what that was my epiphany being with them i just uh you know, I was just so thankful that uh, I was able to be there. Of course, that's Portico now. Uh, but my epiphany was that everybody didn't think like me. And, uh, you know, when you think about it, uh, that is really true. Everybody doesn't think like you. But there, it's especially true when um, I saw a whole segment of the population that did not have dreams and goals and to me even worse than that is they did not feel that they had opportunity and so this was the thing that spurred jane and i to um to really think what can we do to help and so um uh we got together with a uh with a great board uh that uh, got us started and and uh, uh started out just with food we would go around we'd go to kroger's and pick up food and i'd take my little white pickup we'd go around to the to the different um uh projects but the thing that uh that i learned at the the pregnancy center was that if you do not develop relationships with people you'll never really be able to help them 
So this was our goal in taking the food around to some of the project um, areas is that we wanted to get to know the people. And so um, uh, in doing that, uh, then we were able to start teaching classes and that type of thing. So it's, it was interesting. Uh, the same time we were starting Greenhouse, um, the city got a weed and seed grant and so that they were working uh i don't know if you remember but franklin heights you did not go there at night yeah i mean it was it was really really a rough place and they put uh nate mcdaniel and um uh kelvin jones and bosky uh they they set put a precinct over there the city came in the recreation and uh, uh pat nolan asked us if we would join them and they gave us a, an apartment over there. So uh, we were just very blessed to be able to go over, and, and uh, we started teaching um, uh, computer classes and GED tutoring and parenting classes. And then we would give food out at uh, Victory Christian uh, that they let us use the building. So, you know, from there, um, uh, God just really, really blessed us. You know, an interesting story uh, – I can tell stories all day. I love to, I love to tell stories. But uh, when, when we started the computer classes, of course, somebody gave us some old computers, and we just kind of stuck them together and got them going. But there was a girl that would, that uh, came in to take the class, and she was a really, really good typist. Uh, uh, she knew nothing about computers. I really didn't either, and I was trying to teach. <laughs> uh, but then we got some other volunteers. But the interesting thing is that, uh, she had never done anything but worked at a at fast food, and uh, so uh, very quickly she learned the word processing and all this. And I said, "Why don't you try to to apply for jobs?" Oh, I couldn't get that. And I noticed that an attorney was needing uh, uh, someone to you know type and do all that kind of things. So and I said, "Won't you try for this job?" And no, she wasn't. Anyway, Jane. Uh, Helped her get um, get some um, interview clothes and uh, had somebody do her makeup and everything, and she got the job, and paid like seventeen dollars an hour. And she had never made that much money. Uh, she passed away a few years ago, but she stayed at that at that job for a long time. But but you know, just being able to encourage people is just so exciting. Uh, and uh, and what little you're teaching. Uh, one more thing about January Street. Uh, we worked with uh, the Vista program, and uh, we together decided that we could um, that we would teach the classes if they would get parents to come. So we met over at um, uh, Bellwood School, I guess it was, and uh, after. Uh, about two and a half months, we had 18 people pass their GED. Wow. And that, I mean, that was, that was unbelievably exciting. Most of these were parents of students that went over there, but um, uh, one of them was an 81-year-old grandmother. She was so excited, and, and we borrowed robes and, and you know, the, and the hats and just really did, a, did a, an exciting uh, thing. But uh, 
uh, it, it's just really exciting to be able to encourage and help people out. Again, we're talking with Cliff Sharp, founder of Greenhouse Ministries, a nonprofit here in Murfreesboro. You know, it's interesting you brought up relationships, and that has been key in Greenhouse Ministries and helping folks is building relationships with other people. And that is so true. And it even, well, you even kind of close the story with relationships on that one person getting a job. And uh, I, I believe you knew the attorney in town who was hiring, but that too just goes to show how important relationships are because relationships can not only help the person who's needing the help, but they can also help others come together and figure out ways to help somebody. You know, that's, uh, I think that typifies the great community we live in. Uh, When Greenhouse first got started, when we were planning and everything, um, we did the wow jam. Again, I don't quite remember where you were quite old enough to remember that or not, but but anyway, this we invited uh, a group, uh, a fellow from um, and his wife from uh, California, and they had a big uh, uh, semi truck that the folded down and made a made a stage. Uh, the girl was Peaches with Peaches and Herb that uh, the United, you know, the song that a lot of older people remember. But anyway, we called around, and there were over 40 churches that joined in helping with this. And, uh, you know, to, to just to imagine that many different groups working together, and, uh, you know, and simply it was because uh, not only of the evangelism and the discipleship that took place, but it was just the, the love that was, was just given you know for the community and for each other but uh yeah over over 40 churches helped and uh so it was uh again that was a great start that uh that we had greenhouse has seen so many major changes here in rutherford county since you first opened the doors and one of those of course franklin heights being one of the many changes you've seen Um, but there are a lot of changes you've seen and I, i can you know 20 years ago you didn't see a lot people who are homeless but that has changed as our population has grown and our population has grown quite a bit and we're going to see probably close to 500,000 residents within the next 10 to 20 years and it's going to keep growing like that it is uh, you know the the and the people that need help um you'll always have about the same number same ratio as the population so you look as the population grows like that the 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 homeless population will grow but also just to simply the people that are needing help um greenhouse uh we we chose early not that our focus is not the homeless now mm-hmm. we we help homeless people you know they come by every day and especially when we're over on lytle street we we had a group that met uh there nearly every morning simply because that was before journey home started but uh but what we call the we classify the working poor these are the people that are are you know we really try to focus on but in a sense a lot of these working poor are either homeless or very near uh to be homeless i I call the people that live in say regal inn and some of these other motel in a sense they're homeless they have a roof over their head 
but they're having to pay you know fifteen to sixteen hundred dollars a month for for just for a one room and a and a and a uh, roof over their head and uh simply because a lot of them the choices they've made they they can't even if they have the money, they can't find anybody to rent to them because their credit is bad. So there's those are folks that we love to help. Um, we are very blessed to uh, have some some um, uh, 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 houses that we have gotten through a city program. We've gotten several, and Journey Home has several. And it's those are the people that were that were able to help, and it's really has been uh, fun to be able to do that. You know, there are a lot of really positive stories out there where people have been able to turn their lives around through the help of Greenhouse, but there's also a lot of sad stories out there I think the average person may not fully comprehend, and one of those things being, like you were saying, the rent at a weekly motel, well, it adds up to up to $1,500 per month that some people are paying, and, and that's not an exaggeration, but I don't think the average person realizes some of these folks living in these motels are paying up to $1,500 monthly to have a roof over their head. Right, and they're paying it. And plus, they're having to eat out all the time. Yeah, because you don't have a kitchen in there. Uh, right, because they, they, don't, they do not have a kitchen. So, uh, again, those, those folks, we really enjoy uh, helping. Um, we just had a young lady and her daughter uh, – move into one of our apartments last week um they came out of out of salvation army we have uh, have another family two more families that have come out of regal inn that now live in our our apartments but um uh housing though is just so so tight in in our community Inexpensive. The prices have gone up. As land becomes less, they're going to keep going up. Well, when when the when they uh, uh, took uh, closed Franklin Heights, um, and they gave all of those vouchers to the community, uh, I mean, the price went up simply because of supply and demand. So um, that was the beginning of our real rise in, in rent. Communities all across the country, they are changing the way they do public housing. And, for example, if you drive through Nashville, some of the areas where they do have public housing, you can't tell that it's public housing by driving through. I mean, they really have made public housing look like just about every other house on the block. Well, look at, look up on Loki. Uh, you know, if you haven't driven uh it, to that area lately and look at the um, uh, um, houses that they're putting up I mean they they look just like condominiums you know they're they are going to be very very nice uh, Murfreesboro housing is really making a change uh, in how uh, their their uh, you know apartments and, and houses look and I'm sure there are benefits to that but there's also negatives to that one being they're not going to have as much public housing, I would guess, as maybe they once did, or maybe they could have if it were just a single apartment complex of sorts. It the, it, it cuts down some uh, their rearrangement. Uh, it it'll end up about the same, but we need more. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but we need more. When you first started Greenhouse Ministries. 
were things like a, a trauma, for example, PTSD, depression, anxiety, bipolar disorder, were those things really discussed as they are today? Because it seems like today those things are highlighted a little bit more, and we know more about those things. I, I think that you're tr- that's very true, uh, especially the, uh, the post-traumatic. Uh, um, but you have to remember that was before the, before the uh, Iraqi wars. Which really brought out right, a lot of information. Really, that that has been just a, such a strange uh, war because um, they the the pressure on the on the people that are over there is is so high, and here they're living where someone always has their back. You know, they're they're living in such a a tight uh, knit group, and then they come back, and that uh, support is just not here. And uh, it's it's very very difficult for for a lot of the of the people, and yes, we we do see uh, a lot of the veterans that are, are in that situation. Not just veterans, but just you know everyday people who may be struggling. How many people do you think we're seeing who have some serious emotional problem going on? which could be the underlying reason as to why they're struggling so much. Um, you know, it'd be hard to give a percent, but I would say most of the people that we see, I would say there's an underlying uh, situation there. Uh, it has um, uh, hampered their ability to make good decisions. And uh, it's it's the decision-making process that that makes such a difference and that's got to be tough you know not only for that person going through whatever they're going through but reaching them trying to figure out a way to break through to say hey you know there are options for help available right now that you could actually move forward with yes uh and help is available uh you know we do um Peer counseling. We we do not really do counseling. Uh, although right now we have two very very qualified uh, people uh, uh, that are able to to do something maybe a little a step up, but um, uh, so many people just really need again as we get back they just need some relationships. Yeah. Um, you know when someone comes into greenhouse uh, we start visiting with them about you know where they live and how many's in their family and uh, you know what's their background and and so we start talking to them we let them know very quickly um, food and clothes are available if you need food and clothes you know no question to ask we have those and uh, then that enables us to really talk about what's going on and uh, uh, that we have classes available you know uh, we talk to them you know uh, how are your computer skills if they're not if they're not working uh, you know a, a lot of a lot of people are afraid to apply for a job that they have to apply online because they don't know how or they don't know where to look and so many of the jobs that are available now the you are to you know you have to apply online so uh that's one of the things that we do in our computer classes that that we help them learn how to to apply for for a job we're going to take a short break but when we come back i want to talk a little bit about that revolving door if you would that imaginary revolving door that actually holds people back and 
I guess going back to the whole motel thing, folks who are paying weekly in a motel, they're in a revolving door because they can't even save enough money to pay a deposit on an apartment or, you know, to one day get a house. It's just almost impossible. But let's talk a little bit more about that when we come back. Cliff Sharp with us in studio this morning, founder of Greenhouse Ministries, right here in the borough, a local nonprofit. Time right now, 837. We're going to check on that forecast first. Then after that, we have a few commercials to get to. But we're broadcasting from the Willow Window Broadcast Center. Willow Window, making your home beautiful again with replacement windows, doors, and decks online at willowwindow.pro. Time again, 8.37. Hi, this is Peter Demas with Demas's Restaurants. One of the places I love to eat out the most and still be able to do so and maintain a healthy weight is at Demas's. You can get those options on the menu online at www.demasrestaurants.com. You can make the decisions that you want to make before you come in. We have options ranging from grilled chicken to fish. You can get it with a side of green beans or spinach or even zucchini. Please have your family join our family for lunch or dinner at Demas's. We'll see a few spotty showers and thunderstorms here early this afternoon with cloudy sky conditions a high in the low 80s. Winds out of the southwest at 10 to 20 miles per hour, gusting as high as 25. I'm meteorologist Jennifer Vujitsky on News Radio WGN. Hi, this is Amanda at Animal City. Come see us at 919 Northwest Broad Street. Now that spring has sprung, our baby bird nursery is filling up at Animal City. Come in and you might meet your next feathered companion. If you are looking for a new feathered companion, come meet some of our sweet hand-fed baby birds here at Animal City. Here at Animal City, we're pet lovers and pet parents too, so we have a variety of products hand-selected to make your life easier. Animal City, 919 Northwest Broad Street in Murfreesboro. In retirement, it's all about income. Your money, making money. Learn how it's done with Retirement Income Solutions Radio with Nathan Cox and Lindsay Cotter, Saturdays at noon and Sunday afternoons at 1. Family Staffing Solutions is proud of our local veterans. I'm Becky Bookner, and as life challenges appear, talk with Family Staffing Solutions about how we can help you stay at home. Call Family Staffing Solutions. Family Staffing Solutions. A salute to veterans on WGNS Radio. I saw a lot of stuff. I spent 10 years first in the Navy, so I saw it from a Navy side, and then I spent my last 10 years in the National Guard. But we did see a lot off the coast of Iraq during Desert Storm 1, and yeah, we did see a lot. After a career in the military, Ron Leonard decided he wanted to give back. It started with training his dog to comfort veterans who suffer from PTSD. He started working with Canines Through Christ, We thought this was a cool thing, so we started training our dog, Molly, and Molly now is a therapy dog to comfort wounded warriors and those that suffer with PTSD. We're bringing these troops home, and they are suffering, and then we also deal with TBI, which is traumatic brain injury. We have a lot of these people that have been so much around war that it's affected the basically the chemical elements in their brain, and they are struggling with that. Or finding yourself under false guilt, why did my buddy die and I didn't? We have one guy that came back that was stage four PTS, which he was suicidal. Once he got a therapy dog, within six months, he was completely off his meds because that dog helped him so much. Leonard, who served in the Navy and later retired from the Army, decided he wanted to give back. It started with training his dog to comfort veterans who suffer from PTSD. 
What we do is these dogs are trained and they are trained for a 12 week period, just like a police dog would be trained. And then we give them free to the vet, not a cost to the vet whatsoever. This has been a salute to veterans on WGNS radio. This is Jeff Graham with Tire World. I want to invite you to visit our new off-road department at our Memorial Boulevard location, featuring lift kits, leveling kits, light bars, as well as wheel and tire packages. Just come by and ask for Gator for all your off-road needs. That's Tire World on Memorial Boulevard. Have you experienced the nightmare of water, mold, or fire damage? Call Restoration One for a free estimate. Veteran and locally owned, fast and available 24-7. Restoration One offers preventative maintenance so that you never have to experience a loss like this again. Restoration One, the water damage experts. Precision Air knows you want the air inside your home as safe and clean as possible. Clean the air in your home with an affordable UV system, reducing microorganisms including bacteria, viruses, and allergens. Call Precision Air, 615-930-0088. That's 615-930-0088. You can make a meaningful difference in 2021. KidLink Community Services is currently seeking foster parents in your area. KidLink provides free training and certification. Contact KidLink today at 877-714-1313 or KidLinkServices.com. Old friends, new name, better together, as First National Bank of Murfreesboro transforms into Capstar Bank, our focus is on you. We're entering a new generation of banking in Rutherford County, but we'll always remain a community bank with local people you trust and uniquely exceptional service you deserve. We're at 2230 Mercury Boulevard, capstar.com. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Limited. The Action Line on FM 100.5, 101.9, AM 1450, and WGNSRadio.com. We're Rutherford County's place to talk. You're tuned into The Action Line, and we're broadcasting from the Willow Window Broadcast Center. Willow Window, making your home beautiful again with replacement windows, doors, and decks online at willowwindow.pro. In studio with us this morning, Cliff Sharp, founder of Greenhouse Ministries. And we were talking before the break a little bit about that revolving door that so many out there face, those who are working poor, those who are homeless. A lot of them are in the same boat as far as not being able to fully crawl out of the situation they're in, whatever it may be. Yes. I would say that uh, the majority of the people that that come in for food, that, of course, this is the reason most people come to greenhouses to get food. Um, but so many of them just seem to be stuck in in where they are. Um, we uh, are doing a, another um, volunteer orientation this Thursday evening at five thirty, and. When we do that orientation, one of the things that we talk about are uh, we talk about people with a poverty mentality, a middle class mentality, and then a wealth mentality, and how each group thinks differently. And uh, uh, so the folks that come in to see us are basically what we say they have a poverty mentality. Now, this doesn't mean that they're not just as intelligent as anyone else uh it's just simply that they think again we get back to that think different they think different than the middle class you know for instance someone in the middle class if they need a class and need to learn something they'll go take the class but 
someone that comes from uh, a again a poverty mentality if they if they do not know who you are and they, they do not have relationships they're not going to take a class and uh, this is why it's so important that we have a lot of different computer classes and and budgeting classes and things because people that take the computer class at the library will not come to greenhouse they would or they wouldn't take a class over at patterson park or or any place else so duplication is good for that uh mentality um and again i I want to emphasize that that these folks are intelligent they they maneuver through a system that you and i probably could not maneuver through uh, you, you know, you talk about the the revolving door. There, with their thinking, I get paid. Let's go out and eat. Let's do such and such. Yet, they haven't planned to pay their rent, to pay their utilities, make sure they have gas in their car to get back to work. So, uh, again, it's it's just a different type of thinking. So. This is one of the goals at Greenhouse. What can we do to help you look at things from a little bit different perspective? Because as long as you're looking from the, the, that perspective, uh, things will never change. You know that old saying about how uh, you know, words can never hurt me. Sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. You know, I don't, I don't fully buy into that because I see how words... You know, they can hurt somebody, but they can also totally turn around somebody's life. And if that does not highlight that words can hurt, they can also help and heal, then I don't know what does. That's that's correct. Uh, There is nothing like encouragement to, uh, uh, you know, to to spur someone on. And it doesn't take much to encourage people just like for for you and i we love to be encouraged but on the other hand when someone is always putting that person down uh, then they do not hear words of encouragement because they have heard so much negative that that they it's hard for them to hear the positive and for some of these folks out there who you know they're at the bottom right now emotionally they're at the bottom physically in a lot of cases where if somebody does say the wrong thing to them and you know i i have seen where somebody may be standing on a street corner asking for money and then somebody pulls up and instead of saying anything at all and and, you know you have the option to just keeping your mouth shut if you feel like you're going to say something mean but i've seen people yell pretty bad things to folks who i know are already at their bottom well, and and it gets back to the to the different thinking. Someone that's in uh, again, I don't. The term poverty mentality is not meant to be negative or or degrading at all. It's just simply a method of thinking. But um, for us, you know, uh, someone says, "Won't you get a job?" That might be encouraging to them. You saying that says you're not worth it. Mm-hmm. It 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 says something about their their abilities and their their worth. Um, 
we may not understand. Uh, I, I was talking to a, a lady yesterday, and she said that her husband couldn't find a couldn't find a job. And as I saw, as we as we visited, they live out in the country. He does not have a vehicle. Uh, he can't get to work unless somebody comes and gets him. Uh, I mean, so to tell him to get a job, you know, look where he is. So, you know, there has got to be some adjustments made so they will be able to, uh, uh, you know, so he would be able to get a job. You know, there's always more than just meets the eye. There's always Absolutely. more to the story that somebody on the outside looking in just doesn't know, doesn't understand, and probably wouldn't. Right. And, uh, and again, it gets back to until you develop some relationships with this person, you never really know what that background is. And uh, it's when you start developing those relationships that you're able to, to start giving them the encouragement they, they need to move ahead. Dr. Stephen Covey, I remember, had a story, and I know he's since passed away, but he was like a motivational speaker. But he had a story that he would sometimes use at some of his speeches that would illustrate that whole way of thinking. And that was about a man and two of his kids got onto a subway in New York, and they were, I guess, leaving, headed home, wherever they were going. But the kids were acting horrible, you know, running around the subway car, acting up. And people on the outside looking in just saw that as a man who didn't know how to raise his kids, didn't know how to control his kids. But the bigger picture was they had just left the hospital because the man's wife had passed away, the mother of the two kids. And that that's the perfect illustration of saying, you know, you don't know the whole story. Right. And, and this is what, uh, you know, we try to do at Greenhouse. We want to find out what, what is your story. Uh, you know, I'm a fisherman. Our bait is food, <laughs> you know. But uh, what we want to do is find out, you know, what this person is thinking. Um, what are the, the, the other uh, situation, the other part of the situation that causes them to be where they are? You know, uh, we are going to help with food. Okay, now what can we do to help you? maybe with something else um, and this is why we teach you know computer and, and we do GED tutor, uh, tutoring and uh, uh, budgeting you know learning how to manage your money can change your life uh, uh, it's it's fun I, you know I I teach budgeting classes some and uh, as, as you start visiting with the people and find out where they spend their money, because it's the main thing. They, uh, You know, budgeting is simply planning your money. I mean, I love Dave Ramsey on, on the, you know, on, on the WGNS every day. And, uh, but it's just uh, the fact of, of how, how they spend their money. And, you know, I, I was working with one guy, and uh, – I had him write down where you spend it, and he had twenty dollars a week for uh, lottery tickets. 
<laughs> and I said, I said, that that has nothing to do with with you know a, a, a need. I said, we're talking about you need to take care of your needs first. He said, yeah, but I won five thousand dollars one time, <laughs> and so he he's budgeting because he thinks he's going to hit it again. You know, the chances are very very slim it'll ever happen. But but that was that was his his budgeting. You know, he had a pretty good job, but how you spend his money was was just crazy you know and the way people think you know sometimes that obviously needs to change but the way people think i'm sure a lot of times it's because they were brought up this way they were brought up to think it can't get better than this or whatever it is absolutely and uh so uh again this this is the opportunity that we have and we get to do is to work with with people and see what we can do to make their lives better. Uh, and, and you know, speaking of that, um, uh, Bart, when he when he called me, he said, "I want you to tell tell you tell me something about your building." And uh, uh, the, the building is two floors, but the exciting part for me is that top floor because we, we have eighteen apartments. Uh, Seventeen will be for for men. And then there'll be an apartment for a a um, uh, RA for one of a better term, uh, but uh, you know our our goal is to help these men start thinking in terms of success. And this new greenhouse building, it's being built directly behind the current greenhouse building, and it's. I mean, it's it's quite a bit different. I mean, it's it's going to be very unique to Murfreesboro too because it's the first really building like this. Right. Uh, uh, you know, if the 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 bottom floor, it will be where we're moving all of our uh, basic operations. Uh, you'll go in the back over by the cemetery and, and come come in the back. But, uh, you know, as, as we, you know, basically we just walk through it, you go in the reception room and then you step out and you've got classrooms and counseling rooms and uh, then uh, places for our social worker work uh, people, our occupational therapy people. We'll have a weight room, uh, exercise room, uh, which will be used for not only the down for people downstairs but also our guys upstairs will be able to to use that. Uh, I'm excited about this teaching kitchen. Um, We'll have two stoves, two refrigerators, uh, and we'll be able to, uh, to really work with people not only on just how to cook something they will like, but how, how to fix food that would be uh, nutritionally uh, sound. Um, we have, you know, we have cooking classes and sewing classes now, but uh, we'll be able to expand those and, uh, and help people more. We have, uh, you know, some... Um, uh, different um, types of, of rooms for uh, meetings and that hopefully will uh, be open for people to use them if they just need to get together and, and meet. We'll have some rooms for that. But again, that that exciting part for me is the upstairs. Um, we'll have a curriculum where there will be blocks where people will be able to, again, 
learn how to do all types of, of different things to, to improve their lives. I'm putting together a library right now uh, for books for them to read. Um, they uh, will do everything from go to museums to um, uh, go to a city council meeting and, and you know, just find out um, what it would take to really be uh, uh, on a successful track. Uh, hopefully, we'll have a lot of men who will volunteer. We've already got several that we've talked to that will come in and just visit with them. Yeah. You know, what, what does it take to be successful? Or what? What is? What have you? Uh, what has God allowed me to do to, uh, to make you successful? Again, we're talking with Cliff Sharp, founder of Greenhouse Ministries. And as we close out this morning, one of the highlights is that new building that is currently under construction right now, just behind the current greenhouse building. When is this new greenhouse building going to open? Um, the target date is November. And uh, the in speaking with the uh, with the builders, it looks like it's they they said it, they do not see any reason why it would not. You know, a lot of people ask, well, what about the old build? The old building will expand the garden patch, and the garden patch has been such a success. Again, that is that is strictly due to a community that is generous, and so we are we are so appreciative. Uh, uh, a couple of things happening there, um, you know, with Mother's Day coming up, there the the jewelry. Uh, I think that's next weekend, isn't it? Right, Day? the jewelry would be twenty five percent off. Uh, they have Lula Rose. She said was something is twenty five percent off. I don't know who what Lula Rose is. I don't it's, either. It, it's probably it's some kind of shoes <laughs> or or purses or or dresses or something. I don't know, but anyway, she had told me to to. Uh, to, to mention uh, that, and then uh, uh, we got a we do have a mobile food pantry coming up the, on the fifteenth, and uh, so we're we, we've always got lots of things going on. Uh, we we I just you know thoroughly enjoy uh, being able to come to work every day. It's it's exciting. Uh, one other thing that I, is going to be really interesting. We decided not to move our food and clothes over to the other building because, again, the cost and all that. So they, when a client comes in, we'll give them the, um, uh, a voucher, and they'll come over. But the, but the exciting thing is they, we'll have enough room now that they can go in and pick what food they want and what clothes they want right now we we don't we have no room yeah so so we go get their clothes and we get the food but so this will uh, uh again make make uh, it more convenient and i think the people will in, uh, enjoy it a lot more a lot of positive stuff cliff sharp has been our guest this morning he is the founder of greenhouse ministries right here in downtown murfreesboro a local nonprofit. if you want to learn more you can hear this podcast later on our website, WGNSRadio.com. And, of course, always you can find Greenhouse Ministries online as well. What is it? GreenhouseMin.org. GreenhouseMin.org. Well, Cliff, thank you for joining us. Always my pleasure, Scott.